0: You're listening to the Grace Family Church Podcast. Notes for today's sermon are available by downloading the GFC Florida app. All right. Yeah, class camp. I know some of you adults were thinking, man, we need to do a camp for the adults. That would be cool. Hey, thank you for your investment. Your giving helps us to do camp for a thousand teenagers. So uh, give yourselves a big hand. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I wanna welcome all of our campuses from Land Lakes to right here at Lutz, to Carewood and to Ebor and up at Temple Terrace and all the way down in South Tampa. And then we have our new Clearwater campus and those watching online. It is so good to have all of you with us. Come on, yeah, yeah. I tell you, thinking about these kids, they came back from camp full of God's truth, full of power, but you know what? They're in a battle. They're getting ready to go to school. They're already in school and um, they're, they're, they have some challenges that they're facing because we know what God's truth says, but then there's other things now that are, that are happening uh, in our schools, maybe, particularly in our, in our colleges sometimes. There's just some, some anti-Christian values that are being shared. And let me just say, man, I, we pray for our teachers. We got some amazing teachers in our schools, but we are in a battle. You know what the battle is? The battle is do we believe God's truth or man's truth? And, and, and we hear God's truth, but then we hear different things, uh, and, and, and it can bring confusion to our young people. So please be praying for our students. I mean, they're in a clash uh, right now, but this new series we're starting is called The War Within. But there's a battle going on right here. And I just said that battle of our thought life, the battle of what is God and what isn't God, and and there's this continual battle for what is truth, and we, we hear a lot about that, but we do know this, that the mind is the leader of all of our actions. What your mind thinks is what you act upon. So what we do with what comes into our thought life is very important. That's what this whole series is about. Our actions are a direct result of our thoughts. So what we act out, we first believed. And so again, our thoughts and what we allow to control our thinking has a big uh, influence on our lives. In fact, our behavior is directed by what we believe. And so this whole series is gonna be talking about that, that, that battle that we face. You know, the Bible tells us that we should control our thoughts and whatever enters our mind. And you know it's you know what's amazing to me as. The Bible and, the, and the Acts calls us believers. Well, if we're believers, and believers of God's truth and what God said about even, even uh, you know, who we are and who he is, and he is our Savior, and he's the Alpha, the Omega, he's the beginning and the end. How many of you read the end of the book? Anyone read the end of the book? I have. And I know, even though we're in this chaotic world we're in, I've read the end. And you know what? We, we should be people of confidence. And I just see, I just see Christians freaking out sometimes about what's going on. I mean, do we really believe? I, let me just settle something, too. I know there's been some craziness going on. Tom Brady, is he committed? What's going on with Tom? Look, you guys are freaking out about it. Tom's on a sabbatical. He's just chilling. Tom Brady, some of you don't know. He's taking a couple weeks. He'll be back for the buck. So just just be calm. Everything's going to be okay, you know? Um, I had to bring a Tom Brady in there. You know, it's football season. I had to get that ready to go. But here's what the Bible tells us about our thoughts. In 1 in Corinthians 10, verses three through five, actually, I'm gonna start halfway down in the message version. I'm gonna read two different uh, translations. It says this, we use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against, how many say, the truth of God. There is a lot of battles that are attacking the truth of God's word. How many you believe that? There's a, there's a battle going on. There's a challenge going on. It says, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. So we need to know what's the filter. What are we doing to recognize truth from lies? It goes a little different way in 2 Corinthians. The NIV says this, for though we live in a world, we do not wage war as the world does. Paul says, man, this is a war. We're in a battle. The weapon The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. How many of you know God gives us divine power? We can overcome uh, negative thinking. We can overcome some things that control our thought life. He says, you have divine uh, power. uh, He says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. Hey, don't get lazy in your mind. I mean, how do you let someone just go into your house and dump a bunch of garbage in your living room? Just come on in. Well, you know, sometimes we do that with our minds. We need to guard our minds. We need to not make sure we don't allow certain things to get into our minds. In fact, it says here in Corinthians that, that we need to demolish those thoughts that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. Here's the key. If you don't know what God says, if you don't know God's Word, and if you don't know God's truth, when thoughts come your way, how do you know if they're from God or maybe from the enemy? See, we have to have a knowledge of God's Word. Every one of us, I man, we need to be founded. Our foundation needs to be, what does God's Word? What does God's truth say about parenting, about marriage, about money, about forgiveness, about eternity, about me? And so, when you have God's truth firmly planted in your mind, you have these thoughts that come your way. You uh uh-uh. That's not a God thought. And the Bible says we capture them, we cast them down. But if we don't have God's knowledge, we can be deceived. And so I just wanna encourage us uh, in that. So as we look at this, the mind is a battlefield. And, and anyone know the, def, the definition of propaganda is very interesting, but before we do that, the first propagandist was Satan. You know what Satan said? The first lie, the first lie was in Genesis where he told Adam and Eve, Oh, don't believe God. It's not true. You're not going to die. See, the first thing Satan did was he questioned the authority of God's word to Adam and Eve. That same question happens every day. We have a battle going on in our culture, in our society. Is it God's word really true? Is there more truth than God's word? That's the battle. That's the battle that you have in your own mind. And so, we see how Satan used that one lie to bring Adam and Eve uh, into bondage. These lies become embedded in our lives and in our culture. You know, a lot of us, we, we don't know, realize sometimes we believe certain lies that have been told to us. Maybe by people unintentionally or, or just you've had a, a maybe not so good a parenting situation or a teacher. Someone said something to you, and that lie you begin to believe, and it caused it to be maybe a stronghold in your life. And now you believe certain things about you that aren't even true. You know, we believe lies about ourselves. We believe lies about who God is, and, and we believe lies sometimes about our potential or our future. And that's why you know, we're launching our small groups on all of our campuses, and I'll just say this. We have a group called Freedom, I'm, it's powerful. I would encourage you, Freedom is a 10-week study to help identify what shaped your view of God? It helps us understand what were we lied about and what is true about God. What are the lies you believed about yourself and what is the truth? And I'm telling you, that's why we call it freedom. People come out of this class with a new identity, with a power, with a confidence. Get, get signed up for that. You can go to GFC Florida slash groups or text connect. You're gonna put it on screen. I Get your phone on. do it right now. Some of you, man, I am confused. I don't feel like I have freedom in my life. Man, I feel like I'm living a defeated life. I feel like I can't get past my past, and I don't even know who I am. Text connect to 81313 and get involved with the Freedom Group. I believe, I believe they start in September, so you got time to, to get your schedule ready to be a part of that. You know what the Bible tells us in 1 Timothy? It says, now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, I don't know about you, do you believe we might be in these last days? I don't know if we are or not, but it sure is crazy right now. He says, but in the last time, some will turn away from the true faith. Now, think about that. You mean people at Grace Family Church lifting their hands and worshiping God, some of those people could possibly turn away from the true faith? How does that happen in your mind? Slowly. It drips and drips, and sometimes the enemy attacks, and he erodes our faith through propaganda, through wrong thinking, through wrong thoughts. It says, it it will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from professors. I mean, demons, sorry, didn't mean that. No, let me just say, there are some wonderful professors in our university, but how many of you understand there is a anti-Christ agenda going on in, in, in a lot of what we see, our, our, our kids are going to college and, and they're hearing some things that are challenging everything they believe. Oh, you don't believe that. You don't believe creation. You don't believe God's truth. You don't. Come on. you Get with the program. And they're being assaulted with some lies. We need to gird our kids and our families in the truth of God's Word. It's so important. Yeah, man. Uh, I tell you. But it says these people are hypocrites and liars and their consciences are dead. See, the war that we have, the war within that we're talking about, do we believe and trust God's word or man's word? That's the battle. Are we going to believe what God's word says and God's truth? Or are we going to believe man's word? So, so important. So, so what's Here's what I know for me. And again, man, I, 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 I'm, I'm still, I still have struggles, but, but there's a foundation of thinking in my life where I have such a foundation in God's word, no matter what's going on with chaos around me, man, I have a peace that goes beyond what the world can give me. I have hope, I have security, I have freedom. Listen, I have hope for a future because I know the future, not my future, but I know what God says. And I know what he thinks about me. And I know, and, and so it brings me this, this amazing freedom and and hope and security and confidence—not in me, but in who God says He is. Man, I, I hope we can get a hold of that God's truth. So, you know, what's at stake when we don't have uh, the right thoughts in our mind, or what's at stake when it comes to this battle? Well, what we think and believe is the foundation of choices we make. The choices you make next week, next year, are based on what you believe. And these choices that what we make and, and also what we believe, it, becomes, it determines your lifestyle. What you believe is the lifestyle you will live. And then that lifestyle will determine your destiny. So there's a lot at stake for you. Man, if you're, if you're parents and your family, listen, there's a lot at stake right now. And I'll say this again, promoting our youth ministry. Man, seven campuses, youth group on Wednesday night. Get your kids there. You know why? They're hearing a lot of lies every day in school. They need to hear the truth. And they're gonna hear the truth on Wednesday nights from our youth pastors and leaders. And and, and I can't say enough how important it is to have your kids in a faith community hearing the truth. They they need some encouragement, they need some hope, they need others of like faith that they can join arms with. And I say this as kind as I know how, I know we're busy, people are busy. I love, and, and my kids played all sports in school, but we said, you know what? Youth group will be a priority. It's amazing how we can drive our kids to hockey and soccer and cheerleading and dance, but we can't get them to church on Wednesday night. I'll smile when I say that. Hey, I love you guys. Parents, I'm telling you. Listen, I'm telling you, it's so important. You know, I know they don't wanna go. Come on, you're, you're the parent. Well, I don't wanna go through a parenting class right now, but let's, let's keep going here. So, so what's at stake, man? Our, our, our families are at stake. You know, when you hear about certain lies, lies over and over again, and you hear it enough, you, you believe it's true. Even if it's not true, you begin to believe it's true. You know, there's some things we have believed over the years, and these are like uh, old wives tales, I call them. Uh, everyone, anyone ever hear of the one, wait 30 minutes after eating before you go swimming? Man, I remember that one. My mom, and we'd eat, no, you gotta wait 30 minutes. We're sitting there, hot, waiting. And you know what, that's just a myth. It has nothing to do, you're gonna drown. No, it's not true. My mom wasted 30 minutes of my life so many times. (laughs) How about this one? If you swallow a piece of gum, it's gonna take seven years to digest. You know, I'm like, oh my God, you know, you just, or or this one, if you sit too close to the TV, you're gonna go blind. See, back in my day, there were 20-inch screens, and you were like really close. Get away, you're gonna go blind. That's not true. How about this one? Coffee will stunt your growth. It might might not be true, but it happened to me. I drank too much coffee. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Or how about this one? Cracking your knuckles will cause arthritis. You're going to walk around like this when you're, oh, that's what my mom would. Don't crack your knuckles. All these are lies. And they're kind of harmless ones. They didn't really affect us. But what about the lies that can be devastating in your life? What about the lies that you believe about God or yourself or about the origins of mankind. What about those, those kind of lies? Oh yeah, they can have a, a, a very devastating effect on, and they're called strongholds. In fact, I'm gonna pull up about 30,000 feet, because Pastor Ralph next week is gonna give you the nuts and bolts and strategies of your everyday life and your thoughts. But I wanna pull back for us to see something that, that I just think, I feel like it's almost like we gotta be careful with. And there are three uh, lies, there's more than that, but there's three lies. That over a period of time, we've heard over and over and over and over and over again, people begin to believe, and even Christians do. And it's funny how they believe this because the Bible says something totally different, but we begin to believe, listen, we begin to believe man's word and not God's word. In fact, the first one um, is evolution. Evolution. You know, evolution isn't a theory, it's a religion. You understand, it's, it's a religion. And see, so we've heard it. You go to Busch Gardens, millions and millions of years. You go anywhere, millions and millions. And we've heard it so many times. Have you ever dug deep enough to realize that there could be another way this earth was created? And yet yet we see uh, this, this is what it does is there's, a, there's an end game of this. That if there's no, no creator, then there's no one you're accountable to. And if no one you're accountable to, there's, there's you know, if you're, if you're just a cosmic accident, then the individual has no real purpose or meaning. You know, but man, when we believe God created us, there's dignity, there's purpose, there's hope, there's accountability. And so we see this, in, and you know, up to the 1800s, most people believed in a young earth. The idea of an old earth came in 1859 when Darwin wrote his book On the Origin of Species. That's when the whole idea was introduced to us. And by the way, the flaws of evolution, there's a lot of leading scientists today that if you'll go and read, we'll give you a whole different narrative based on the same data with a different conclusion. But see, you don't hear that from the mainstream, do we, the mainstream media? In fact, we're excited in September we're doing a whole apologetic series. We're bringing some of the leading scientists in the world on creation or coming to Grace Family Church. That's right, it's going to be in September. Some of you know Ken Ham, Answer to Genesis. It's going to be incredible. It's going to, it's going to, it's just going to blow your mind, man. Because we're talking about getting a firm foundation. We're talking about having a Christian world view about everything in life. And when we frame it that way, it just it, it, things begin to makes sense more than we're, we're trying to figure it out if we don't have a, a Christian worldview. And, and, and so you really don't want to miss that. In fact, Romans 1 says, they know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, this is the Bible, God's word, people have seen the earth and sky through everything God made. This is what, they said God made it. And then they can clearly see his invisible quality. So what they're saying is through the physical nature of this world, whether it's amazing about the, 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 the intricacy of the human body to how everything's arranged with the planets and the stars and the orbit, and we were just the right amount of space away from the sun. He said, if you look at the, the majesty of creation, it should reveal to you who God really is. But, but people reject it. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. And so we, we, we see this, 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 this lie that slowly we believed in. And I'm not, that doesn't make you a bad Christian. I'm just saying we need to be more informed. You know, I'll I, I just give you one little teaser. I'll give you one teaser. We're going to go much deeper in September. So I always, when I talk to people about evolution, I said, so what you're saying is you believe in macro evolution. A fish becomes a land animal. So a fish slowly becomes, yeah, that's what we believe. I said, so what about the fossil record, records? They go, what about the fossil records? You know, there are no fossil records that show what we call transitional fossils where that fish, because they're saying it happened slowly over time, right? Slowly over time, that fish crawled up on the land and eventually got two legs, four, and it become this, and that's called macroevolution. There's no evidence. There's no transitional fossils anywhere in the world that those kind of transitions happen, but you're not top that. You're not told that. We just, we're just told to believe it. We're told you go down to the zoo and that great, 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 great grandfather's that ape over there. I'm just, we're told that we're just a cosmic accident. I'd much rather believe creation story because it gives me dignity and hope and purpose in my life. But there's a lot of scientific evidence we'll get into uh, at a later time. Here's another one, and this sounds really controversial today. And the reason it sounds controversial is because we keep hearing it over and over and over and over again. We're hearing what man's word says, but what has God's word said? And so, let's look at it. on The lie uh, that's been embedded into our culture about sexuality and marriage. In Genesis 2.24 it says, this is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. That's in Genesis, the blueprint for marriage. Then in Genesis 127, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. So here we got God's word or man's word, right? That's, that's, that's kind of like where it's at right now. Now, let me go a little further. How many you know Jesus is a lover of people, right? Well, Jesus is quoted in Mark, 10 verses 6 through 9. This is the words of Jesus who loves all people. Jesus says, but God made them male and female from the beginning of creation. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one since they are no longer two but one that no one split apart what God has joined together. Now here's where we have to understand something. There's really been a big misconception. When you proclaim or stand for truth, it doesn't mean you're a hater. Jesus isn't a hater. When, you, when, you, when we say we, we believe something is true and maybe someone is living a totally different way, it, it doesn't mean that you're a hater. You're just saying, no, this is, in fact, the Bible says we should speak the truth in love. And, and, and I think where we see happening today is there's not even a discussion, because when you speak anything about what God's truth that sounds controversial, immediately the reaction is, you're a hater. Then that means Jesus was a hater, because Jesus declares marriage is a man and a woman. Jesus declares male and female. So Jesus must be a hater, and he must be a liar. But see, that's, that is, we, we know he's the son of God and, and we know that Jesus loved people. And, and even myself, uh, there's people I know, I had great relationship with that I was close to that struggled in areas like this, like homosexuality. And listen, I love them, but I could disagree with them and still love them. How many you know you can disagree with someone and still love people? You, you know, that's okay, right? But we don't live in a world today that believes that. Our teenagers are taught, don't you dare say anything. You're a hater. I'm sorry. That's not what we're talking about. The Bible says we can speak the truth in love. In fact, according to God's word, God decides your gender. Ooh, I can't believe you said that. Well, it comes down to this. Do we believe God's word or do we believe man's word? And the problem is this. When it gets emotional, somehow, truth gets dismissed, and it can be very emotional. That's why we need to be people who embrace and love and respect people. No matter who they are, we can have dignity and love and respect for all people. But it doesn't mean I can't disagree based on God's Word. People say all the time, what do you believe about this? Well, I say, it's not what I believe. I believe what God's word says, because I believe God's word is the absolute authority and it is the truth. See, I, I just, I believe it. it. doesn't make me mean. I'm not mean spirit. In fact, Jesus said it this way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Sounds like one way, one truth, one life. But that's not what we hear in today's world. Man's word says, oh, there's many ways. So Jesus must be a hater because he's declaring one way, one truth, one life. And that's, the, that's, the, that's where we're living right now. But I, I tell you, it's, 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 it can be, here's where, here's where it's at. Satan is the father of lies. That's what the Bible says. He's a liar from the beginning. And he lies to people, and he brings confusion in people's lives. And that's why we should have compassion on people, not judgment. We need to love people, amen? And we got to love people, period, but that doesn't mean that we can't share truth. I just believe there needs to be a stirring, a boldness in us to go, wait a minute, there's nothing wrong with believing truth. But see, we live in a world that doesn't even wanna give you that opportunity. Just a thought, here's another one, money and possessions. There's a lot of, there's an embedded lie about money like having more makes you happy. If you have a lot of money, you're gonna be happy. How many you know some really rich people that are miserable? I do. I mean, man, they got it all, but they're miserable. So that can't be true. Or how about this one? It's all mine. It belongs to me. Well, not according to God, man's word or God's word. You know, it says in Psalms, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. God says, no, no, I own it all. I own it. Ecclesiastes 5.10 says, those who love money will never have enough how meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. But people pursue this lie, man. They got to have this and this. And then when I get all this, when I arrive here, it's going to bring fulfillment in my life. And it's, and it's a lie. There's nothing wrong with having nice things or nice possession, but it doesn't really bring true purpose or joy or fulfillment in your life. But this is something people chase after. In fact, Ecclesiastes says, but as I looked at everything I had worked so hard to accomplish, It was all so meaningless, like chasing the wind. There was nothing really worthwhile anymore. It's this chasing of the wind. So what do we do, the war within? How do we we win this war? We have to win the war, and I've said it several times, with the truth, with God's truth. Jesus says it this way, John chapter eight. Jesus said to the people who believed him, you are truly my disciples if you remain what? Faithful to my teachings. Now, folks, you already heard some of the things Jesus taught. To be a disciple, we really need to follow his teaching. And then he says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Amen? You know, you know, Christopher, anyone know who Christopher Columbus is? We, we know who he is. The, I mean, the biography is very interesting. That the biography of Christopher Columbus, in the world, in that day, they believed in the lie. You know what the lie was? Earth was flat. So no one would venture out to discover new lands. He was eating an orange when it had an orange in his hand and a butterfly landed on the orange. And as it walked onto the other side of the orange, there was this divine revelation that Christopher Columbus saw right there. Wait a minute. Is the earth a circle? And according to the, the, the scholars, that, that, that was the revelation that Christopher Columbus said, I'm gonna go and sail and discover new lands. And you know what? Lies will keep you from discovering your America. And we 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 can't buy into some of the lies, man. We got to discover the truth so we can not be robbed of the opportunities that God has for you and me. So we have to know we have to know the truth. Uh, here's here's how we do it in Romans 12. And again, Ralph will break this down more next week. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're transformed when our mind is renewed. Uh, you know, when I got saved, my soul got saved at 19, but my mind didn't. My mind still thought certain things. I was programmed a certain way for 19 years, so I had to renew my mind with God's Word, and God's Word, God's truth began to replace the lies. Because when I first got saved, I heard about tithing, and it freaked me out. Do what? Give God what is mine my money. It's not, I work hard for this. At the time, I was working construction. He's not getting 10% of my money because my mind hadn't been what? Renewed. But as my mind got renewed and began to submit my mind to the truth of God's word, God began to work in my mind and what I began to believe changed my behavior and how I handled money. You understand what I'm saying? So you want to see, you want to see your, your, yeah, that's good. Come on, here we can clap. Yeah. But if you want to see change in your life, it's going to start here. You need to renew your mind because we believed a lot of lies about God. God hates you or God doesn't like you we believe a lot of lies about ourselves. you're full of shame sometimes and guilt, and yet the Bible says in Romans 8, 1, therefore now there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So there's a lot of truth that can replace the lies in our life, and, and, I, and, I, and listen, I, I'll just say this. I know I share some things that really challenge some of you today, but you know, I'm at a point where I go, you know what, to be a good pastor I have to warn us. I gotta say, wait a minute, let's be careful. We can't go down this road. In fact, how many remember 42 years ago, the Skyway Bridge disaster that happened right here in Tampa Bay? If you don't know, it was a rainy, foggy early morning and uh, a freighter ran into the old Skyway Bridge and removed the whole center section and people were oblivious. People didn't know. And people were driving and all of a sudden they were driving right off the bridge to their death. I think it was eight cars and two trucks and 35 people died. But you know what's more amazing than that? It was really, there was one man who had stopped in time and he got out of his car because he realized the truth. He knew that the end of that road, there was no road and he got out into the highway and he began to wave at people, please stop. Many people stopped and heeded his warning, but some people didn't. And they drove around him and kept driving like, what's that crazy guy doing? And they drove right off the bridge. I know some of you think I'm the crazy guy right now. Man, he's saying some things. What's he doing? He's crazy. No, I'm just trying to warn you. Do you understand that there's a road that if we go down believing in man's word. It, it's a road that leads to destruction. It's a road that leads to ruin in your life. It's a road that leads to unhappiness. And, 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 and really, it, as God had a blueprint for how we should live our lives. But I, I, I just feel like as I'm doing this, I'm just saying, please consider God's word. Please believe and, and trust that God's word is the truth. I know there's a lot of feel-good things happening right now in our culture, and there's this man's words, that oh, this is the way it is. And let me tell you, that is a road that leads to destruction. And I say that not with hate, but with compassion. And I just want our young people who, who, I want them to, to, to reinvest their renewing of their mind to what the Word of God says. And families, listen. Man, your family's on the line. We have to do this. We we have to gather our families. We need to fight for our families. We need to fight for what we know is true. And and that that comes with a price sometimes. In our homes, we need to be able to, to say, hey, we're gonna talk about man's word versus God. Let's look at this. Let's dig a little deeper. Again, don't miss that series in September called Firm Foundations. It's gonna be incredible. I wish I could go deeper, but we're gonna expose the lie and we're gonna bring truth. It's gonna be powerful. But you don't have to wait till September. You can do that now. Renew your mind with God's word. Man, I just hope you'll take a step as families to, to reorganize and go, we're gonna, we're gonna. We're going to, as a family, we're going to begin to dive in. We're going to get into a daily reading of the Word, God's truth in our lives, and see how it applies in every area of our lives. We're going to try to see where man's Word and God's Word are conflicted. And listen, I know it's hard. I know there's some things that's hard sometimes to believe and understand certain things. It doesn't mean it's not true. How many of you understand algebra? Some of you don't, but it's still true. You know, there's certain things. God says, my ways are higher than your ways. He says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. There are times where there's just gonna be a gap. You know what that gap is? I don't understand, but I'm gonna trust God's word anyway. That's where we need to be. We gotta gotta know, wait, that's man's word. No, I I pull down that thought. I don't care what culture is saying. I've gotta trust God's word. That's the war, that's the battle, within right now for some that road to destruction you've never followed Christ and you're going man I I think that's the road I'm on you know what the good news is you can get off that road right now you can take an exit you know what the exit is Jesus you can get off on the next exit right there it's Jesus Christ he has freedom he has hope he has security he has purpose he has forgiveness for you in your life well there's a lot I don't understand you don't have to understand it all you can just start with, I believe Jesus Christ is a son of God and he loved me so much he died on the cross for my sins. And you know what? I know there's some things in my life that this don't seem right. Something seems not fixed in my life. Jesus wants to be your savior, your friend, your leader. Will you let him do that today? Every campus, just bow your head, every campus. If that's you, you know you're, <laughs> you're going down that road and it's time to take an exit. You can pray this with me all over every campus. Jesus Christ, I believe you are the way, the truth, and the life. And right now, I believe you died on a cross for me, for my sins, so today, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior and the forgiver of my sins. Jesus, I'm on a new road. I'm on the road that you're gonna lead me on. From this moment forward, help me to trust and believe you Thank you, Jesus, for loving me and saving me. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, come on, all those people. Yeah. Amen. We're going to have the campus pastors come up in a moment, and they're going to help you take that next step and that commitment to Christ. Thank you for listening to the Grace Family Church podcast. For more info, check out gfcflorida.com or connect with us by texting the word CONNECT to 81313. We look forward to meeting you at one of our locations soon.